a high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Down and 10 at the 21. Wimsett hands it off. It's Manunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, cuts inside 10. Manunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. All right, welcome to a second rapid reaction of the Scarlet Faithful podcast here on Tuesday, January 23rd, with the news. Pete Thamel reporting once again a second defensive line coach hiring for Rutgers football today. This time it is Julian Campani from Bowling Green, hours after reporting that Rutgers was hiring Colin Farrell from Kent State. Uh, it appears now the defensive coaching staff is set for the 2024 season. So let's break it down. I did have a rapid reaction breaking down the news of Colin Farrell from Kent State and the positives there, which I'll touch on here. But uh, reporting that Cam Penny uh, from Bowling Green, who uh, was uh, defensive line coach, running game coordinator, and also a uh, head assistant coach. Uh, at Bowling Green, has been there the last five years. He's going to coach the defensive ends, and you're going to have Colin Farrell, who is the associate head coach at uh, Kent State and longtime defensive line coach, uh, was there for over a decade. Uh, he's going to coach the defensive line, specifically the tackles on the inside. Uh, with the void of Corey Heatherman leaving as linebackers coach and becoming the defensive coordinator at Minnesota, Joe Harris-Simiak, the defensive coordinator at Rutgers, is going to assume those duties. Uh Rutgers has taken a very interesting approach now uh, because in the secondary, they also have two coaches as well. Uh, they have Mark Orfrey, uh, who coaches the cornerbacks, and then you have Drew Lascari, who coaches the safeties. So you have two assistants in the secondary, two assistants on the defensive line, and then your DCs covering the linebackers. It makes a lot of sense when you consider that Rutgers typically plays a 4-2-5 defensive front, uh, and the defensive line is so crucial to, I think, this defense taking another step forward. And you're getting two veteran coaches. Now, um, you know, uh, Campeni is a little bit on the younger side, kind of fits more of the Watson mold, although he has more coaching experience. He was a GA at Boston College. He played at Connecticut. Uh, and, uh, you know, he has been with Bowling Green for the last five years. The MAC is a very good conference. You're getting two established defensive line coaches from there to come on board. Again, I've talked about, I, I talked about this with Farrell. The recruiting footprint of the MAC is very similar to what you want to do in the Big Ten. So adding two guys like that, uh, you know, Campeni is also from Pennsylvania, so he's got to have relationships there as well. That's a territory you'd like to see Rutgers have some more success in also. Um, and again, kind of a bonus is that you're keeping uh, Marquise Watson on the staff, obviously due to health reasons. He is unable to continue as a defensive line coach, huge recruiter for the program. Huge relationship builder for the program. A lot of the current players cite their great relationship with him and how much they love him. He's still going to be within the program. It's great that they're making it work. It's great for, for Marquise Watson as he continues to recover, and we wish him the best. But it's also, I think, a smart strategic move to now really hone in and have two assistant coaches focus on the defensive line where Rutgers needs to establish more depth. They need to establish um, more consistency, uh, and uh, be more of a presence in terms of just generating pressure on a consistent basis for this defense. Uh, you know, again, we've talked about the personnel a little bit, but you have Aaron Lewis and Wesley Bailey back on the ends. 
Um, you know, Kenny Fletcher showed some flashes over time, although he did suit up a tight end in the bowl game. Um, you know, you have uh, Jordan Thompson as well. Uh, and then on the interior, you know, you added Malcolm Ray from Florida State. Uh, you have uh, Renee Conga back. Uh, you have uh, also, in addition, Keontae Hamilton back. And you have a lot of young players that you're looking to develop. Zaire Angoy uh, showed some flashes as well. So you have two coaches focused on the development of this unit, uh, you know, and uh, looking for cohesive development. Uh, throughout the line, you know, to be successful in the Big Ten, you typically want eight to ten guys you can comfortably rotate throughout the season. Um, you know, Rutgers year after year kind of gets worn down towards the end of the season uh, on that defensive line. I think it happened to a degree again this year. Uh, so, you know, making it a priority makes a lot of sense. Utilizing that linebacker's coaching role and and integrating it into the defensive line. Uh, Harris Simiak's done a great job as defensive coordinator. He's coached linebackers before. You know, he was uh, had a lot of continuity with Heatherman as well. You have some veterans, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, at that position, um, in terms of Tyree Powell coming back. Uh, you obviously have Mo Ture, depending on where he ends up. Was he going to be a traditional, that, that second linebacker next to Powell? Is he going to continue in that hybrid role? Um, all depends on the development behind him. Obviously, Moses Walker is a name. Uh, former four-star that we hope develops as well. But I think this is, you know, encouraging in that we know that, I mean, listen, Shiano is always going to prioritize the defense in terms of his expertise, in terms of what he knows. Um, and I think to, to, to hone in on it in terms of, you know, how he's allocating resources to the defense um, is important because Rutgers needs his defense to take another step. As much as the offense has to take a step forward, and we know that, um, you know, the defense does too. And I think just in terms of how he's approached the coaching staff the last couple of years, I said this on the pod with Farrell, um, you know, I think it's just he, he's been very strategic. He's making good hires. We've seen the impact that Flaherty, uh, Pat Flaherty and Dave Brock made on the offensive end this year, uh, and they're both retained. You had a lot of stability on the defensive coaching staff the previous two seasons. Now you have some fluctuation, but you're bringing in, you know, in Farrell, a veteran guy that's done it been there a long time, has a recruiting presence, has a New Jersey ties. Now you're bringing in kind of an up and coming coach uh, who played as well. Both players, you know, both guys played in college um, and, uh, you know, Campani played at uh, UConn. Uh, Farrell played at Kent State, but they have, you know, 15 years of experience combined. Uh, they both were the assistant head coaches of their previous teams. Uh, they coached in a competitive conference in the MAC. They have that Midwest presence. Uh, I think that there's going to be uh, some, uh, you know, it's never 100% seamless, but I think in terms of what you're trying to do uh, and and just in terms of alignment uh, and philosophy, I think it makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, you're going to have uh, Farrell as the more experienced coach with um, Campeni uh, with him. Uh, and the two of them really trying to elevate this position group is going to be really critical uh, to 2024. Uh, and in terms of, you know, having those strong veterans inherited, you know, Malcolm Ray is a guy that's really uh, exciting to have from Florida State. Uh, he has a lot of experience there. And um, can they get the most out of him? You know, can they, uh, who knows if they end up adding another guy to the portal, something to keep in mind, you know, could you, they get a Mac player now from either Bowling Green or Kent State or someone else that they, either of those guys have been in touch with and been recruiting, something to watch for. But, um, you know, certainly a, uh, a pivot and an exciting day in terms of if you're looking ahead and how Shiano is approaching, um, you know, this offseason. 
He has not been complacent at all. And, um, you know, making moves to move the program forward uh, this past year, seven and six, uh, obviously the bull win over Miami. Uh, and with the schedule, the way it's breaking, I had a podcast last week. You know, it certainly gives hope that more progress can be made next year. And again, just going back to this transition, um, again, it's, it's, I think it's, it's so, uh, it speaks so strongly to the culture of the program in terms of what they're doing with Marquise Watson, finding a new role for him off the field, keeping him a part of the program, but bringing in uh, two coaches to focus on the defensive line now uh, and, and, and how that's going to impact recruiting in terms of their footprints, you know, having the East Coast connections, but also having the Midwest connections. I think it makes a lot of sense all around. Um, and certainly uh, something to be excited about, I think. I think just in terms of the continuity with the staff now, and I, I, I think, you know, Shiano made some good hires when he first got here, but I think where he's getting the coaching staff now, it's about as good as it's been in, in quite a while, um, certainly in a much more stable and experienced place than it was during the Ash era. And, you know, Shiano was really good about developing younger assistants in his first era, uh, as head coach at Rutgers, but I think in the Big Ten, what what he's, I don't know, I have to believe this is somewhat strategic. He's adapted, um, and even though Campani, you know, he's on the younger side, he's still he's been a, a you know a coach for five years in one place, uh, in the position of which he's coming in for, um, and being elevated to assistant head coach. You know, he's bringing in guys that are ready. He's uh, not bringing in, you know, upstarts that don't have a lot of experience. You know, Watson was probably the youngest guy that he brought in and he was a rousing success. So, um, you know, he's really bringing in established coaches uh, that have established recruiting territories that have experience coaching up players uh, and coaching for winning programs. So uh, I think good news all around. Uh, a lot of activity. Uh, we'll see if I have a third rapid reaction today for something else. I actually uh, waiting on uh, the news for the McDonald's All-Americans. That's going to be announced, I believe, later today. So I might even be back with that or maybe tomorrow morning just talking about uh, Dylan Harper and Ace Bailey. Obviously, Rutgers commits expected to be announced would be a shocker if they were not. I just want to talk about recruiting and, and kind of the outlook of Rutgers basketball. I know people are down right now, um, but great football news today with both coaching hires. Pete Thamel, the first to report, all the other local beat guys have been on it as well in terms of just confirming right away and, and providing some background. So salute to them. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, these are the kinds of moves that, you know, Shiano is, he has to adapt along the way. And I think, you know, this is an interesting adaptation and, and something I think you're going to see more of a college football and you see with some other schools, but it's not as prevalent where you have two coaches for one position group. And they're really, uh, you know, honing in on splitting that group up. Uh, he already had done it with the secondary with Lascari uh, and Ofri. And now you have it with Campeni and uh, Farrell. So you really have uh, a lot of focus on that defensive uh, uh, defensive position groups, uh, which are key for Rutgers to move forward as a whole, as a team, as a defense in 2024. Thanks so much for listening and watching once again here at the Scarlet Face.